you know this, right? The more that we can focus and be deliberate and intentional, the happier we're going to be, more present, and hit our results faster with higher quality. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friend. Ruth, you here with another episode to help you, mom, business owner, consultant, service provider, to step into your potential and confidence by squashing overwhelm, by getting rid of all that stress so you can thrive at work and at home. Welcome to this episode. I am shedding thoughts on focus today. I feel like I could hear the messages on focus every single day. I teach this. I somewhat live and breathe it in the sense that I'm always teaching it and talking about it, but I still find myself feeling distracted. I'm human. It happens. It happens to all of us. And focus is something that I believe I'll be working on for my whole life. Like it will always be something that I have to be intentional and deliberate about and really think through and always trying to find strategies or simple ways to get more focused so I can continue to thrive and grow and really focus on the things that matter most, which is exactly what I want for you. So remember way back in the days before you had a family, before you were running your business, before you had 8,000 things on your to-do list, maybe you spent time being single like I did and enjoying life a little bit more. No, I can't say I don't enjoy life now. I do, but it was just me. And so at that time, I'd say I definitely had a lot less on my plate, even though I always felt busy. And I don't know about you, but I, well, I was in my 20s. Oh, sorry, I was in New York in my 20s. So I spent a lot of time at bars with my friends, my girlfriends, and we went out a lot. And um, one of the most quintessential representations of focus was in bars, we would, there would be the dartboard and it has the bullseye, right? So you might think of a dartboard or an archery board, but you like, that is to me like the representation of focus. Like I still use this in presentations today when I'm talking about focus and I'm up in front of a group, I'm using PowerPoint slides. I'll show that, that, you know, bullseye. We're always talking about focus and trying to keep our eye on the focus. So of course, however, now with kids, all I think of when I see the bullseye's target, but whatever. Nonetheless, um, if you think back of the days playing darts in the bar, it took all kinds of focus for you to actually hit it, right? If you think about a bullseye, there are very few options around it. So maybe in the middle, there's the black, or maybe it's the red, I think, right in the middle. And then it's surrounded by maybe a yellow circle and a blue circle and a black circle. It'd be a white circle. And that's it. Like, that is it. You are somewhere on that board trying to hit it. You're pointing right at it, one place, putting all your attention and focus. And that's where you're putting your effort, right? You're like really trying hard. Of course, I was pretty bad at this, but trying to get it in that bullseye. And although it's not easy to hit, it's not buried. It's not buried in a hundred different circles or different options or under other things, there's a thing around it. There are really no distractions. So your eyes and your mind 
can stay focused on it. Okay, so if we use this analogy, because y'all, you know, I'm all about the analogies, this is how I'm thinking about my life now at this point in my life. Okay, the less distractions, the less things are buried, the less options I have, the more focused I will be. The more I can be thinking bullseye, the more I can be thinking eyes and focus on the one thing, both in my business and in my home. Okay, this truly eliminates decision-making, decision fatigue, eliminates clutter, and just like gets rid of all those things that your mind just doesn't need to be bothered with. You know what I'm saying? And so the more seasoned I'm getting in my business, the more experience I have at home and with a family, the more I'm focused on minimalizing my options and my choices. So not to limit variety, but to expand my focus. That is the goal for me. If I can expand the focus, if I can have more focused, then I'm going to positively impact my results. I know this. You know this, right? The more that we can focus and be deliberate and intentional, the happier we're going to be, more present, and hit our results faster with higher quality. Now, when I say I'm minimalizing, I do not consider myself a minimalist. I have said this before. I am not a minimalist. However, As I've also mentioned, as a result of being a professional home organizer in the past, and now I'm a productivity coach, I have had the privilege of seeing what extra stuff does do to women's results, both in their homes and in their businesses. And it's not a positive result, right? It keeps them overstretched. It keeps them overwhelmed. And so since I've had those experiences, I know for certain I have less physical items in my home than the average person, right? Definitely on average, for sure. There's no doubt. For the average person, the average family. And as I get more seasoned in my business, the more I've learned to streamline. And so the more I work with my clients, I also recognize that more than the average, maybe business owner, I've streamlined more. So I'm saying that because I've had all this experience and I think working with other women and seeing what they go through. Like sometimes I'd be organizing someone's house and they would have so much stuff and we'd be getting rid of so much clutter that the minute I walked to the door, I just felt like decluttering, like in my closet or in my kitchen because because I just had that that luxury of being around somebody else, seeing what it was doing to them. And then I just felt really motivated to do it for myself. So I get to do this also in my business. When I'm working with clients, I'm sort of like streamlining them or I'm seeing how much they're offering and how much it's like slowing them down. And then I want to like jump into my business and make things simpler too. So in my usual style here, let's dive into examples of this and how you can be streamlining and minimalizing and simplifying and getting rid of the clutter in your personal life and in your professional life. Because as women business owners, y'all, our lives are totally integrated. There is no personal here and professional there. It's all one. So let's start with, let's start with home and family. I try my best to simplify or minimalize in literally every area when it comes to my home and with my family. So here are some examples of ways that I simplify or minimalize. I use meal plans. I use meal plans so I'm not struggling with dinner ideas at 5 p.m., right? But I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to make right now? That doesn't really happen that often, except when I don't meal plan. So when I have off weeks, if I didn't do it, um, I always regret it. It's always a pain in the butt. It's like, I mean, it's a nightmare around that time when I'm trying to figure out what to make, even though it seems like our pantry is full and our fridge is full. I have no idea. So anyway, so that is something I really do. And here's where the minimalizing or simplifying comes. I am not trying to cook a new dish every night or even every week or become the next Martha Stewart or nothing like that. 
I have about five to seven go-to dinners. Y'all, that's it. We repeat this every freaking week. Is it boring? Hell yes. But does it keep me feeling in control and calm and not stressed? Damn straight, it does, which means it is 100% worth it. And whatever, my kids are fed, my husband's fed, no one's really complaining, and they'll all be fine. So it keeps us, it keeps me on track, not feeling stressed out, and you know the result is there. Like everybody gets to eat, and it's all good. Okay, laundry, groceries, errands, they are done on the weekend for the most part. I have it in a system. It's real. my groceries, because my meal planning is so streamlined, the groceries are really streamlined. Our laundry is super streamlined because we don't buy a lot of clothes. Now, if you looked into my closet, you'd be like, she has a full wardrobe. I do. But again, I'm saying compared to the average person, I guess, or most of my friends, I have less than them. It's not a, you know, it's not something I'm saying, this is like some big award I should get. But I'm saying that because I've simplified my wardrobe, I'm certainly no like Steve Jobs only wearing jeans, blue jeans and black shirts. I have a variety, but I can easily find everything. I can easily put outfits together. Nothing is hidden or on top of or below. It's just all right out here in plain sight. So it's very easy for me to get through. Uh, On the note of clothes, when my kids were younger and they had, they had dress code, actually my older, my younger son still have that, but my older son doesn't, but they had dress code and they owned five pairs of shorts and five shirts. And I kid you not. Okay. They had their five outfits for school. So we got through the whole week so I could do the laundry on the weekend and they were ready again. We did not have six. We did not have seven. We did not have eight. We just had the five and five. So got them through the week. And then they had, you know, some of their other, like their other clothes, like the, their daily clothes. Even now, I tell you now, granted, I have boys. They are just very simple. I will totally say they're just, they're just easy when it comes to clothes, but we don't have tons of clothes. And part of that, the minimalizing and simplifying is that I really try hard to use the one in one out rule. Okay. We buy a new pair of shoes. We get rid of an old pair of shoes. I buy a new pair of jeans. I get rid of an old pair of jeans. I buy some new pajamas. I get rid of some pajamas. I buy some new towels. I get rid of some towels. Y'all, you get the idea. That is how we keep things streamlined in my home. Let's talk papers. We actually still get a lot of papers. I think everyone would be surprised uh, that we don't get everything electronically. I still get paper bills. I just have a hard time getting them online because I lose track of stuff. So I have just is just given into it. We're going to get the paper bills, but we pay everything online. All the statements are paid electronically. Um, but they we get the paper bills. I trash the things we don't need. We're pretty. My husband and I are pretty much on top of that. I'm unsubscribing from things all the time. I unsubscribe from emails, which then unsubscribes me from paper trails. So. Uh, that's just something again, we're just always streamlining, simplifying. Okay. I don't feel guilty about saying no to invitations. If we have too much going on, I need some downtime. There's just too much activity. I really used to feel very guilty about it. And now I don't. And one of the keys to that is that I don't respond right away. Okay. So I, I had this tendency before to get an invitation. I don't know why I felt this like social pressure that I needed to just answer. And now I'm like, I'm going to think this through. I'm going to check my calendar. I'm really going to think through how will I feel on a Saturday night after maybe I had some, you know, three events during the week. We did something Friday night. Will I really want to get up and go? So that's something that's also really helped me streamline. I delegate. Now, you know, I talk about delegating all the time. I have the fantastic 
um, house cleaner. We have lawn care. We do them both every week. When my kids were younger, now they're teens, but when they were younger, I had a sitter who helped me with driving, with laundry. I used a, I used a grocery delivery service. Now I pick up the groceries, but basically they do all the shopping. I just run to Kroger, pick it up, and they, they, they put it in my in my trunk. When the kids were younger, I set up plenty of carpools. I still do that, but one of them is driving, so I don't need to nearly as much. I used to trade childcare with friends, neighbors. I give my kids chores. Um, overall, I keep it simple, sister. Kiss. Keep it simple, sister. Where can you streamline? What are the things you can do to home to either minimize physically? You notice all of that wasn't like physical items, although I do. I really streamlined that, but also other things like systems and delegating and papers and like, where can we just like manage with less and still be really happy and just help you get to your goals faster too. Okay. So those are some of the ways that I'm really streamlining at home and minimalizing at home. So let's now move into the business. One thing that is really important in business is that you're very clear and you're niche down on what you do. Right, so I am a speaker and I'm a coach. That's it. I'm not also trying to be the home organizer plus the personal assistant plus a professor plus a you know a bazillion other things. It's like I coach, I speak, which is and then I train, just part of speaking. But that's it. Okay, that's all. And all of that, by the way, I'm leveraging the same knowledge, same information, same expertise. So I'm not always recreating. I am very often tweaking, I'm adjusting, I'm adding, I'm deleting a little bit, you know, to customize, to personalize for different trainings, for different clients, but I am not starting from scratch. But that all came from like niching down to specifically what I'm doing and then who I'm doing it for. So I'm doing it for mompreneurs or mom business owners now. It's gotten very niche in that way. I can minimize it, right? Now I'm streamlining it. Now I can get to my results faster. I know who I'm talking to, what I'm seeing. It's very focused. We're always thinking thinking about the bullseye. How do I get to that point in all areas across your life where you're just shooting for that bullseye? Now in my business, I offer only two ways of working with me, just two, not six, not seven, not four, just two. Okay. So I, right now you could join my membership group or we can work one-on-one. There was a time when we had hourly, then I had a package of six and a package of three, and then we could do this program. Then I had an online thing. It was, it had so many choices. So not only was I spreading myself so thin that I was creating and marketing and implementing and talking about all these different offerings, all the different ways, all the different times, but it also creates more decision, decision fatigue for anyone interested in working with me, right? For prospects. So I know this is a big scare for a lot of business owners that, to streamline your services, but I cannot tell you how much my business has improved and taken off and how much more my revenue has grown since I have done this. Okay. This is a really big one. Niching down on your offerings and services by focusing on your highest ROI. Like where are you getting the best return on investment while doing something you enjoy? Like that's the that's the best place that you can be if you can get um, to that sweet point, that sweet spot of where am I going to make a lot of money and what do I enjoy doing and make that what your offerings and services are. Now you can say, but I like them all. Everything's really great. I like them all. And that's how I used to feel. I like them all. But when it came down to it, there were certain things I liked 
more. I can like it all, but there were certain things that gave me such high ROI, right? People are willing to pay more for, let's say, strategy than they would be necessarily for, you know, do a one-off kind of update, right? Like the strategy, the planning, the stuff that that's just higher level thinking. This is what I was really getting the high ROI from. Same thing with certain trainings and keynotes, that's where like I could put in less time. I can use all these leveraged materials and communications and collateral that I had and all these assets, but charge at a higher rate. Plus it's like, I really liked it. I really enjoy it. So the more that I've streamlined, I'm making more money, but I'm also now, I don't have to spread myself so thin to market all these different types of things, keep track of them and really instead be deliberate and intentional about a few things instead of spreading my spreading myself thin across many. So this is what I spend a lot of time on with my clients. Like where can we find that? Where do we where do we look at this is where some analysis comes through because I don't I don't do a ton of analysis, you know, numbers are not my friend, but I do have a basic idea. I can see at the end of the year well, where did most of my money come from? Was it from coaching? Was it from training? Was it from the online program? Was it from the membership? And I can start looking at that and making just smarter decisions about how I streamline my business. What's bringing me the most revenue? Where's the most potential for growth? And what do I really enjoy that I can do in typically the least amount of time? So that again, that's something we work on, but I can't tell you how important this one is. If you want to feel less scattered, if you want to feel less overwhelmed, if you want to be in control of your day, be the driver's seat of your day, really, really, really focus on streamlining your services and your uh, deliverables and your offerings. All right. So now I also document, I do lots of processes and systems. Oh my goodness. If you've been with me for a bit, you know how much I love me, my system. So the process or system for blog creation or speaking or invoicing or sales conversations and many, many parts of my businesses, I use systems a lot. Okay. So because of that, again, I can focus on what I really want to do, which is actually spend that time training and coaching and less on having to recreate the wheel. In fact, I almost never recreate the wheel anymore, right? I can always take pieces and kind of put it together, customize it a bit, and we are good to go. I'm also creating and using templates for emails, for follow-ups, for sign-up forms. Um, Again, there's just a handful of each. I don't need 50 of these. I don't need And also when it comes to all those processes, I don't need hundreds. I just need the few that are key that happen over and over and over in my business. So when I have those key ones created, I can then spend my time more wisely, stay focused on what matters most and, you know, stop like jumping from thing to thing to thing and get scattered and like run after some new idea. Not to say I'm not doing new ideas, but it really helps me stay focused when I know I have all those systems in place. Another thing you've heard me talk a lot about is having like certain days and times set for different operations in my business. So I have certain times that I'm meeting clients every week, or I'm doing coaching every week, or certain times I'm doing marketing every week. See how this minimalizes the decisions and the stress that's associated with making decisions. Because we spend so much of our day thinking about, hmm, what am I going to do next? Where do I put my energy now? What's the most important thing? So now that this is systemized on my calendar, it means so many less options for me, which means less reactivity, which means more, better, more better. I don't think that's better. Better results. Okay. That means better results. Less options means less reactivity and better results. And lastly, I'll say, 
You know, I delegate a lot here too in terms of my marketing manager. Uh, she uses a bunch of simple systems that we have also put together that keeps her really focused. She helps with my business. And so that my focus can stay on those two or three offerings that I provide, right? So she's really minimalized and systemized on her end, and I'm streamlined and minimalized and systemized on my end. Everybody's focus stays intact. Okay, so streamlining is how you get more focused and how you succeed in your personal life, in your business. It is not about being the best, right? It is not about being the fastest. It is not about being the smartest, that is not how we're going to succeed. I mean, it could be, you could be the smartest or the best or the, or the fastest, but it's really the focus. It's the intention and the deliberateness. It's doing what you need to do to make things easier for you, less complicated and less distraction filled. Well, that's what worked for me anyway. And I'm so confident that, that I know that simplifying and focusing is going to help you too. Okay. So if you, by any chance, If you have not gotten your hands on my book, I know this is like a little shameless plug here, but honestly, I feel like this book is just such an easy way to read about this, to experience it. Um, It's just a very relatable and simple, not to mention it's pretty funny. It's a guide to focus on what matters most. So if you're interested, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash book. I think it's going to be the best deal for it's like $9.99 on a Kindle and $14.99 on for a book. It's a pretty good deal for the cost of a movie ticket of what you're going to get. Actually, there is a review on Amazon that I think sums it up really well. It says, her book is jam-packed with tips and examples in clear black and white on exactly how to implement each tip. So there's no guessing on what she means or how to actually do each step. One of my favorite features of the book, the comments she includes that makes me feel like she is in my head. I love that one so much. All right, so anyway, lifeisorganized.com forward slash book. All righty, so we're almost at the end of our time here, which means it's time for your weekly challenge. You know, I always love to leave you with a next action. So the time you invested here is completely 100% worth it. So today's challenge, my sweet friend, is to set a five-minute timer. Go to your phone. Do it now. If you're walking, unless you're driving, don't do it now. Otherwise, go set a five-minute timer. Don't just nod your head. Actually do this and brainstorm an area that you could simplify, you could minimize, you could streamline in your business and in your home. By the way, you might know this in 30 seconds. You might not need the five minutes. You might be like, okay, I totally know I am too stretched or too overwhelmed. This is too complicated in this area of my home and too much on this part of my business and you might know right away, you might need to, on the other hand, just brainstorm just for a few minutes and I guarantee it's going to come to you. Like maybe it's a meal plan or maybe it's the clothes you wear that you have, or maybe it's your business offerings, or maybe you're using five or six different places to store all your information, like on journals and Google Docs and Evernote and Asana and sticky notes. And you're like, I have got to get this all centralized in one place and like really streamline it. So I know there's tons of opportunities, but we want to start there. We're like, can we pick one on each side? Can we just pick one on each side? Okay. And then this is a two-stepper, two steps, two-step. We're thinking of it, but that's not enough to just think about it. Take one action. Girlfriend, take one action. Get the ball rolling. So you might announce it to your team. And by the way, your team could be at work. It could be your team at home. You might want to go buy a software. You might want to get rid of some clothes. You might want to do whatever the heck you need to do to make it happen, but take an action. Don't make your time here you know, not worth it. And you're just going to feel so good by doing that. All right. So I 
would love to hear you what it is and love to cheer you on. You know, you can always come on over on the podcast, lifesorganized.com forward slash podcast and leave me a message. Let me know what you're doing and I'd love to cheer you on and help you in any way I can. All right. Well, um, that's it. That's it. We are wrapped up here as always. I thank you for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy. You are the best. Know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done. My friend, I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.